Uh, air traffic control audio recordings also reveal one of the pirate pilots confirming the situation. Right? He's like, Arr, yar, we've got shit everywhere, boys. Come over, come over here so we can slop the decks. Yar, let's talk about a poop deck. <laughs> What is up, everybody? You have just tuned in to the Tether Radio Podcast, the only podcast keeping you from spiraling out into the infinite abyss. I'm your host, Daniel, and I'm joined this week by Allie. Yes, we're missing a co-host. If you find him, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) We we hope he's okay. (laughs) Maybe he's just asleep. Yeah, we we hope he's just sleeping through an alarm, but... uh, we have un- unanswered texts, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, anywho, um, so we, uh, we've got a fucking jam-packed episode for 268, yep, ooh, man, we're closing in on 269, nice, thank you, <laughs> um, yeah, man, uh, holy guacamole, we are already into September, man, man, does it seem like like the the, the whole like rubber banding of time? It yeah. never stopped. And sometimes I'm like, like just today, I seriously, I was getting dressed and I was like, I want to wear a hoodie so fucking bad. <laughs> this summer has Dude, been I three know. years long. <laughs> Thank you. But then I'm also like, it's almost fall. It's weird. <laughs> no, I. Yeah. It's it sucks that summer is like quickly going into the rear view. Yeah. But. Man, I'm ready for a little reprieve. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. I'm with you. Megan Megan got me this like really solid, like thin, like whatever uh pullover. Yeah. And uh I can't wait to start wearing it, but it's gonna require like sixty degrees. Yeah. And we ain't gonna have that for And like, like I can wear them around month. home, but I wanna wear yeah. them out places. I know, like, exactly. I miss my flannels. Yeah, dude. Miss... Speaking uh. of flannels. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> this will little loop back around in a second. Okay. All right, all right. So all right. I'm at the stupid pint the other day, uh. and uh, no, when I left here after we recorded last week, I went to the <laughs> yeah, pint, yeah. and I was like, every time I go, somebody's on my fucking nerves. Guess what happened? Somebody was on my fucking nerves, <laughs> dude. Like, Why without I fail, I went because they released Tropicalia, and I really wanted it. What did was it worth it? It was so good. I had never had it on draft before. Uh, dude, I mean, I've never would had I it. Oh man, so period. Good. Yeah. So what, did you say it was out of Atlanta? Uh, no, it's out of mm, Athens or somewhere, somewhere in oh, between okay. here in Atlanta. Okay, gotcha. Fuck, I forget. Creature Comfort, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. So they just started distrib- distributing here. Okay. So I'm at the pint. I'm drinking my beer, and this random lady start. I mean, she's just talking, talking, talking. <laughs> I've told a, couple, oh, a random. Yeah. Okay. And I've told a couple of people this story. And I'm like, look, I talk a lot, but I'm funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll at least have you in stitches by the end of the night. <laughs> and this lady is just talking at me forever. And I'm like, oh. I don't care. I don't care. Oh my God. I don't care. Uh, and, um, she, she just keeps bringing up like, well, you wouldn't understand this because you're just so much younger than me. Yeah. And like, I'm married and there's some complications and like, this is going on. This is, and you just, you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand because you're younger. <laughs> she just keeps bringing it up. And I find, and 
because she talks so much, she mentions that she graduated high school in 97. Okay. So like she's not, she's that, not much that much older, much older than me. Yeah. So I finally I'm like, I'm actually 38 and divorced and her jaw packed its bags up and just walked <laughs> out the door. And she was like, do you have kids? And I was like, no, bitch. And I drink water. That's why I look. No, I didn't say that. But I was, <laughs> but I was like, no, I don't have kids. And she goes, well, that's it. And she goes, were you married to a man? Oh my God. This is what the flannel made me think of it. <laughs> and which in, in this bitch's defense, I was wearing like olive green khaki shorts and like Birkenstock sandals, a men's t-shirt and a backwards hat and glasses. All right. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. But you don't know me. You can't just no, ask you, somebody. You don't just like, fucking no. know. <laughs> she goes, you ready to do a man? And I go, yeah. And she goes. Yeah. What's it to you? <laughs> she goes, well, you're a lesbian. <laughs> I was like. You're like, oh, my God. That's news to me. <laughs> I was like, unfortunately, I'm attracted to men. Like, yeah. can I help you? Let me drink my beer, you weird bitch. <laughs> and she just she asked me multiple times. Coming she was out like, of the blocks hot. You're random. not a lesbian? And I go, no, I just don't do things for men. And she goes, yeah, it's working. And I was like, again? <laughs> dude. What? Who is this My person? life is a fucking sitcom, dude. I swear. <laughs> like, the stuff that people say to me, I'm just like, you are so lucky that I'm not as mean as I act like I am. <laughs> this is absolutely the Like... What? Dude. All right. So <laughs> I'm not. Oops. Um, I'm not. I'm fin- if I move it, he, he'll kill me. Anyway. Yep. Um, so it's a very good cowboy defending his cactus. <laughs> Thank you. It's a good dude. He's, he goes, uh, what did he? God, what the fuck did he call that? I don't even remember what he called it, but it is not what it is. Like it, I was like, "Oh, you mean like a cowboy scene?" And he's like, "No, it's like a moon rock or something <laughs> like that." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, and what not, I'm referencing not, for them, for for the listeners, uh, Finn took a sticker, he uh, turned it over to squares, a small square sticker, probably like two by two, and uh, flipped it over and stuck a cowboy figure, a small cowboy figurine on it with a gun that he's holding up and shooting it in direction. Like small, he's like maybe two inches tall. Yeah. And uh, a cactus is directly beside him. Perfect. And that is apparently what Finn is. That's a moon rock to Finn. So, Perfect. Or whatever. So speaking of Finn, <laughs> I have to tell you about last Friday. Okay. Holy shit. So Finn rides the bus. Um, and uh, we walk down every day to the bus stop, a.k.a. the front of the neighborhood, just to make sure he gets off the bus and walk back with him. Yeah. So last Friday, he, uh, or I'm sorry, the bus pulls up and kids start unloading. No fin, no fin, no fin, no fin. And the last kid, no fin. And Megan and I are looking at each other and we're like, <sighs> okay, our son didn't get off the bus. This is mildly, uh, you know, unnerving. So uh, we go, hang on, hang on, you know, before he shuts the door. And Megan gets on the bus, and I'm standing, like, at the open door. And she's like, our son didn't get off the bus. Um, And he goes, oh, what's his name? Uh, I can, you know, call for him or whatever. Yeah. Because they have an intercom 
system on the fucking bus. Okay. It's better Which, than our days. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. I was like, dude, I thought you just had to have some pipes. Like yeah, as a bus driver, right? Our bus driver had pipes. Exactly. So, uh, so he gets on the intercom and he's like, Finnegan Bradley, Finnegan Bradley, <laughs> this is your stop, you know? And like literally kids start yelling for Finn, like Finn, Finn, this is your stop, Finn. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. So now hindsight being 2020. Yeah. Should have walked through the entire bus. Should have just checked. But we thought everybody yelling, him on the intercom, yeah. everything's good. Yeah. So obviously everything is good is at this point. Sure. So all the parents out there can, you know, whatever, stop clutching their pearls. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, so Megan and I didn't know at that point. We were like, there are two stops in between our stop and the school. And, uh, we are going to go to both, and then we were probably going to go to the school and maybe another stop or whatever. We weren't sure what the fuck was going sure. on. Sure. So we uh, sprint back to the car, uh, get in the car, and, like, these other kids in the neighborhood are, like, running with us. And yeah. they're like, we didn't see Finn on the bus. Is, is Finn okay? And we're like, this is not helping. Like, thank you, but this is not helping. <laughs> Just go to your respective homes and yeah. leave us alone so that we can, you know, deal with this emergency. So we hop in the car and go to the uh, the other bus stop, no fan. The first bus stop, no fan. And at that point, we start, like, really flipping. Sure. And Megan calls one of her friends that has a bus stop after, like, substantially after ours that we could drive to yeah. before the bus got there. Yeah. Just in case kind of thing. Yeah. So we start tearing ass over there. I get a call from our next door neighbor who never calls us. Yeah. Like it was, we exchanged numbers as a formality mm -hmm. that it was like, hey, we're neighbors, you know, let's yeah. whatever. Don't talk to him hardly at all. Yeah. Um, he's like, hey, uh, and I'm before he even says anything, I'm like, is Finn at your house? Yeah. Like, because I wasn't sure if like by the by chance like the bus turned around and dropped Finn off sure, or whatever sure. and like he's just looking for a house that's unlocked kind of thing Ugh. and he goes no but there's a bu a school bus in front of your house honking <laughs> <laughs> in the neighborhood it came in our fucking neighborhood and the the bus driver's honking in front of our house because Finn knew his address yeah. or he at least knew his house yeah. you know in here. And I was like, a dude's name's Steven. I was yeah. like, Steven, uh, literally, we are 30, like, 45 seconds away. Yeah. Get him to stay in yeah, the neighborhood. Yeah. We are, like, bolting back, dude. Oh, my God. And he's like, okay. So we get back. The bus driver has pulled the bus to the front of the neighborhood and is just waiting. Yeah. Kind of thing. And we get Finn off the bus, and we're just like, oh, my God. We're so sorry. We're so sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Basically, what we we bought him a, a gift card and this a big bag of bubble gum because he hands out gum to the kids on Fridays. Aww. And I was just like, dude, thank you so much for coming sure. back kind of thing. Yeah. So we start talking to Finn and we're like, what, dude, what happened? Like, you got off the bus for two weeks. Yeah. And then today, what happened? Yeah. He goes, well, this other kid had a phone and I was watching a video on it. And I was like, oh, my God. You we, no, you and no one around you heard us on thank, the fucking megaphone asking you, for you. Thank you. We were just like, oh my are God. you fucking kidding me? But gained our composure. Sure, we were like, look, sure. dude. The more important thing is that get, he is safe. Exactly. And yeah, 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 yeah. We were like, dude, you get a buy. 
this time. Yeah. Now you got to pay more know, attention. You got to pay more attention. You don't get off that bus again. You belong to the streets. You're, you're too. <laughs> yes. You might as well start panhandling, brother, because you don't have a home here. So. But dude, it was literally what we did. We packed up our shit, got some snacks and the Game Boy for Finn and went to Zool. <laughs> Because we were like, we need a fucking beer, We're man. all just beat like, like it's no, yes. there's no recovering this no, night. No, man. And it was just like, holy hell, for probably about, and it wasn't even that long, dude. I bet it was only like 10 minutes. No, but it's the stress of it, dude. It, it felt like a fucking like hour yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But it was, it was one of those things that our like worst fear had been realized uh. that it was like, oh, your son didn't get off the bus. Oh my God. You know? Uh, anyway, so yeah, so anybody out there that uh, is struggling with bus stuff that's on the struggle bus, how about that? Hey, <laughs> man, we feel you. So, um, but yeah, so that was that was obviously the biggest fucking thing for, that happened for us in the past week. So, God, I don't know. it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot to digest. So, uh, I had another random person tell me that uh just in conversation he was like you, you just don't understand language you're right My you're right not me God. i hate everybody like i don't know why i ever leave home dude i'm, I'm telling you like <laughs> with as many bad drivers as there are these days oh man dude traffic is constant now yeah like literally no, I there's drove, no there's no not trafficy time of day yeah it, it's just worse yeah. later yeah. kind of thing because literally i went to i went to the asian market like lucky market next to the mall yep over near gogi or yeah goji or however starbucks and bikahuna and all that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um and to get there it was fucking insane on 40 like and this was at like 10 30 in the I, morning i live just off an exit yeah which i mean is most of knoxville but like I hardly take 40 ever to get anywhere because it's stupid. It It has gotten so fucking silly, yeah. dude. It's stupid any time of day or night. Yeah, yeah. Like, I will honestly, I live near the mall. Mm. If I'm coming to, like, Orange Hat, like, Hardin yeah. Valley, I will take Middlebrook the whole way. Yeah. Just I'd rather deal with the lights than the fucking traffic, yeah. man. And like, it's just less, like, oh, God, weird. Papaws. We're 85-year-old papaws. Get off my lawn. <laughs> That's, that's going to be my... And, you know, like, every time I leave the house, I see somebody who just fucks up in, in like, moving traffic and mm -hmm. just stops because they need to have turned left yeah. right here. And I'm like, no! Yeah. You don't get to just stop yeah. in the middle of... Speed limit's at least 45, yeah. probably closer to 55. I don't and have the like, nerve to do that. Like, I no. would get rear-ended so fast. Absolutely. Just keep driving and turn back around somewhere yeah. and come back. Man, oh no! Like I was, uh, we were, we were. Uh, uh, sorry, the last uh, fucking whatever <laughs> lamenting of old people. So, um, but uh, last last episode of shouting at clouds. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, we we took uh, the Callahan Drive exit. Yeah, and that it, exit's such a mess. It is a fucking mess. You can't and if you ever, have to, if you want to take a left, good luck. Well, you can't. No. So I was like, hang on. I'm going to go up to the light. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a left at that Weigel's and I'm just going to fucking like, yeah, then you could, dude, I was through it like yeah. lickety split, yeah. man. And it was, it was so funny. Cause there were like three of us yeah. that were like, hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> you know? uh -huh. 
And then all these other people just lined up in that, like, waiting for the leading green kind of thing that comes every fucking seemingly 30 minutes. God. But whatever. (laughs) Anywho, um, now that we've lamented about our just existence in Knoxville. Oh, just some random... Uh, just, just housekeeping here at the yeah. top. Uh, not housekeeping, but just yeah. uh, local small news. Um, that pimento sandwich at Chick Fil A. I've heard it's baller. Is it? Yeah. Um, I I've seen the uh, pre preview the commercial. God, what is that's a really fuck. long commercial too. Like, oh I feel well, like I don't know. On, I don't know if I've seen like the whole. I've just seen it on a TV, like at a bar. Gotcha. But gotcha. um, yeah, Sarah got it, and she said that uh, you can get it grilled or regular or spicy. Oh, and then it's got spicy pimento. Uh, no, no, no. The chicken, the chicken part. Well, no, I'm saying like oh, but a spicy with, yeah. chicken with the pimento. And it's got like a drizzle of honey on it. And she's like, it's yeah. really good honey. And I'm like, I'm about to go fuck this up. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> spicy chicken sandwich. Go home. Use jalapeno palmetto and drizzle your own honey. You know what? I uh-huh. bet if you, I bet if you rub that on your forehead, your tongue would beat your brains out <laughs> trying to get a taste. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. That one's one of my favorites. So. That's a that's a Bradleyism. <laughs> but that sounds awesome. I know. Dude. I know. Especially that you can get it on like honestly any of them. Fucking I know. A. She got Spin grilled and wheel. said it was really good. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna have to do spicy. Mm. I I would for mm. sure. I was actually looking at this. Uh, Megan has sent me enough Instagram like recipe like reels or whatever that now i just get get them served up yeah and somebody was making uh nashville hot chicken yeah and god it looks so fucking good like oh man i love nashville chicken yeah i just mm, i need to do it need to get it get it Mm. um all right so how how would we like to uh start this uh, oh man we don't have an am i the asshole i know well we do his name's, his name's Larry because <laughs> he didn't show up, punk. Um, <laughs> and I think it's a unanimous vote. That's so. funny. <laughs> I got I got one that I'll start. Just uh, I'll I'll do a slate advice thing because I think okay. I think that's that's, that's uh, a good way to slide enough. it in. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, Sorry, Dear Prudence, help. My family claims my wife is emasculating me because of our non-traditional marriage choice. What do you think it is? Oh my god! Okay, so I haven't looked. Yeah. Um, non-traditional marriage choice. Shit. Uh, it's not. It, it's not crazy. It's not anything weird. Does it have to do with how they got married? No. It's, it's what like it's not, he's staying it's not home. Wedding related. Yeah. It's more. It's more marriage related, yeah. not wedding related. So I, I'm that just was, gonna that guess. That was my thought that he was a stay at home. Yeah. Which I'm like, I I don't feel emasculated, but I mean, (laughs) sure, why not? Uh, Dear Prudence, I married my partner in a quiet online ceremony during COVID. I'm a man, she's a woman. We decided beforehand that I would take her last name. I seriously, like... Nope, record screech. What the fuck are you doing? Emasculated. What a man, what a pussy. Like, shut up. Like, people are so weird. Well, this is my thing. They decided that. Yep. So it's like, okay. No, his family's furious. Who gives? Okay. Yeah. Divorce your family. Right. (laughs) Uh, They had a few reasons for the decision. One of them being that her name would sound like a famous comic book character. He said, for example, think of like Lois Lane if she had taken his. Uh, They didn't mention it except to a few friends. It didn't seem like big news. My family never asked and I never thought to mention it. So they heard about it for the first time on the wedding day when the officiant announced our names. Mm -hmm. I was wondering how they worded that. Like, can you imagine like Mr. and Mrs. like Smith? And like that, and they're like, "What? 
<laughs> or it'd be even funnier if it was like Mr. and Mrs. Janie Smith. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure it was just like, I don't know. I wonder how they did it. I wonder how they said it, how they yeah. worded it specifically. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's a good um, question. My family seemed shocked, but they were worried quite at the time. Since then, they've been married, uh, does it say six months? I thought uh, I thought it was six months somewhere in here. Yeah, it says later. It's six months. Okay. Since then, they've raised the subject well over a hundred times. <laughs> God. My mom actually phoned me in tears asking why I had rejected our family name. Your mom married into that name. What? Why is she so stuck on it? My dad huh. constantly implies that my lovely wife, whom he previously really liked, is a monstrous control freak. My mom and brother are both horrified that I didn't insist that our future children carry on my name when I've tried to remind them that we're not actually a monarchical dynasty. Well, okay, sorry, <laughs> let me stop you real yeah. quick. Um, just in regards to like, I could understand this if it was like the last name was like Jackers and her name was Jackie. And it's like, who wants the name Jackie Jackers kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That it, that I'm, I'm just saying like, I totally get the yeah. fact that it's like, I mean like, dude, it was like fucking Wedding Singer, the movie. I never saw it. Oh, okay, well, you need to see it because it's I really know. funny. I but heard that. Uh, she was marrying. Her name was Julia. Yeah, and the la- the dude's last name was Gulia. <laughs> Julia Gulia. Yeah, I mean that's rough. I'm not dude. doing it. Yeah, exactly. That's like when when I got married, I yeah. took his name really because it was like his last name was Valentine. It was a cute name. Yeah. Like, why would I not take that? Sure. And my last name was now back to his, but yeah. was. Shorter, but hard to set, hard to get people to pronounce, hard to yeah. get people to spell. Just kind of a pain, and I, I mean, could it's always just, it's Canal, right? I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, uh, but I've had like I, for you know fucking ten years. I could just yeah. say Valentine like the day. Sure, so much easier. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> just the like, I, I wouldn't have taken it. Yeah. If I realized what a pain in the ass it would be to change my name and then to eventually change it again. Sure. And honestly, no, it, it is an insane. It's nuts, yeah. Dude. No, I, I, I legitimately, yeah. when Megan went through all of that, I was just like, holy fuck. It's, it's like insane how much, and like any kind of accounts and yeah. any kind of like, like PayPal you know? wouldn't yeah. change my last name unless I faxed them a copy of my marriage license. Yeah. And we got married out of the country. Our marriage license is a weird size and shape. So, yeah. like, uh, I, also, where the fuck am I going to fax anything? Like, what? Well, so, I just plus, never changed it. Plus, why the fuck does PayPal need that? Right? It's like, dude, how about I'm just telling you and I've got my account information? Yeah. So, get fucked. So, joke's on them. I never changed it. And now it's back. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go, man. <laughs> Full no, circle. But, but the whole, like, and I'll, when I look back, I'm like, why did I ever change my last name? Like, yeah. fuck the patriarchy. Fuck that whole idea. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That was my bigger, like, I look back and I'm like. Man, that's so against, like, no. Yeah. Uh, it was a really big deal to him, and that should have been a red flag to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, they switched their tactics, and they claim that we must simply prefer my wife's family to mine. And honestly, right now, that's true, because her family has responded perfectly reasonably while mine are behaving like this. Mm-hmm. I've been ending conversations with my parents and brother whenever they raise the issue, and that's been every single conversation. Like, let it go. Let it go. Dude, yeah. My wife was very upset the last time that we spoke because they shouted at her for emasculating me. I'm anxious that they not get a chance to yell at her again. 
Can you advise me on a way to firmly shut down this topic once and for all? It's been six months. Uh, it's called literally divorcing your family. Yeah. Like, like and I would be like, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I would legitimately be like, look, if you feel this strongly about this and I don't feel this strongly about this, we're really on the cusp of just like not having a relationship. That's pretty much what they're saying. Yeah. What they're saying. Well, and it, it's, it's just the fact that it's like, look, I'm not going to keep having this conversation. It has nothing to do between uh, yeah. you guys and me like kind of thing. So it's like, and I, I'm failing to understand where your opinion even fucking matters yeah. in this joint. So. And their, their answer was like, <clears throat> honestly, just like quit answering their calls, delete their voicemails, ignore their emails. If they ever come to you with like a genuine apology and say they won't bring it up again, accept that. But yeah. like, don't settle for less than that. I'm like, yeah. I agree. Yeah. People get so pressed about other people's like lives. I mean, God, dude, I like, Getting married, like I'm telling Everybody you, anybody thinks they need to put, like yes. need to give you all their input, and I'm like, I don't care. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, it is it is one of these situations that at this point, if we have listeners out there that are not married, that are thinking about getting married, elope, elope, and then have a fucking reception. Kind it can of thing. be. It if can you, be if so you want casual. To do that, it can yeah. be just a shindig, like yeah. have a little backyard party. Or, I'm sorry, I'm saying reception. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Some sort like, of party, some kind of celebration yeah. of your, you know, your union or whatever the fuck, yeah, kind of thing. And uh, dude, drop it at that. Yeah, like don't involve anybody in the planning. You pick out the food you like. You pick out the music you like. You pick out the people you like. Fucking do it. Be done with it and move on. I would. You're not out a zillion dollars. Yeah, I would and, absolutely you know, do all that part again. I Same do, way we absolutely, did. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. No, we we ended we up told with family, so many people yeah, at our wedding. Yeah. That it was. I literally. I bet we could have halved the number of people at our wedding. Yeah. Because it it was just so stupid. Yeah. It was so stupid to have those people there. Dude, so. we we told people we were getting married and that they couldn't come. Yeah. Like his parents were really, his mom was really yeah. insisting on coming. And I was like, no, this is also our honeymoon. And yeah. no. Yeah. Like you're, we're going to an all inclusive resort and you're going to frown on every drink we have. No. Yeah. Like, no. Totally, dude. I, I, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I mean, because what everybody fucking forgets. It's, dude, it is about it's the not couple. Their wedding. Yeah, it is about the couple. Yeah. And honestly, I would say more the woman than the man because the man's really just along for the ride. Usually, yeah. Normally. Yeah. A lot of but, times. But like it, like it, it was just like I mean, it, it we got into the the fucking like tall grass with like our fam no. Oh yeah. Her family for our stuff and it was just it was one of these things that it was like, wow, dude, this is like so ridiculous. Everybody's like, so opinionated and yeah. so insistent on it. Like, and, and that, yeah, that they, their decision was the fucking right one. I had like, a what? good friend of mine whose mom was really overbearing yeah. and she went out of her way to, at, I wasn't getting married in front of her. Yeah. She asked if I was going to wear a white wedding dress. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, well, that's misleading. And I was like, what i don't like that any of my uh hoo-ha has ever come up in conversation between you and your daughter yeah why do you talk about that yeah like excuse me <laughs> jesus dude she was like you should get married just... in like ivory or something i was like okay noted thank you so much yeah there's the door jesus don't Christ. let it hit you where the good lord's lit her show. daughter was getting married in white yeah 
And hell, I already know about that daughter. You, you would, you would have, <laughs> you would have. <laughs> I seen her. I seen her. No, I had her like sixteen twenties. Had her. God, she had uh, she had quite the reputation. Nice. But I shouldn't be wearing white. Yeah. Oh, of <laughs> and you know it's always really funny. Normally, the parents of kids like that, yeah, are the ones that are like, "Oh no, yeah. like you, like you kissed a boy, yeah. like oh my god," and it's like, "Yeah, well, your your daughter's been like ridden hard in the village bicycle, yeah. so I don't even know what to talk start with you." I'm about, like, I'm really so. not sure why your daughter's telling you about my stuff because she should tell you about the three different guys that she's okay. All right, seriously, okay. yeah. <laughs> and hell, that was only last weekend. So. <laughs> But, uh, God, man, yeah, this is ridiculous. People get so fucking, like, torn up about silly shit, in my opinion. People get so, like, I had so many people, like, really insistent on, like, you've got to have something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. And I'm like, you're right. I'm following all the traditions. Yep. Leave me alone. (laughs) Dude, it was like the, the, um, God, some of the old wives' tale things uh, about pregnancy. Yeah. That it's like, oh, yeah, if you piss in motor oil, then, like, you know, take a pencil and, like, draw in it a little bit, then it'll reveal you the gender of your child. Oh, my God. I mean, or, like, I'm, if obviously you're carrying I'm high totally or carrying big, low yeah, and all you, that. Oh, yeah. you've got GERD or whatever. Or not GERD. Strangers but like, will come up to you and be like, oh, you're carrying high. So, that man, I can't remember which one's supposed to be which, but, yeah. like. I mean, hell, I don't know. And I've no. got kids. Yeah. So. But, yeah, it's, it's just, it's. It's weird how people will like absolutely project on you that it's like, oh, this is really important to me, so it absolutely has to be important to you. Yeah. And it's like, how about this? You can have you, and I'll do me, and we'll just walk our separate ways. Yeah. That's that's how I like to play. Pretty it, please. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, speaking of, uh, let's see, what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah. Bad relationships. Um, let's talk about bad relationships between black holes and stars. <laughs> I saw this, and I'm glad I this was kind of fun. I didn't click it, but I, I, whatever I saw said something like black holes are farting out what they eat or something yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, it's hilarious, man. And I'm, I'm not going to go through all this. I'm really just going through the first like little bit. Yeah. Um, So up to half of the black holes that devour stars, quote, burp up their stellar remains years later. Uh, Astronomers made the discovery after spending years watching black holes involved in tidal disruption events. uh, And I will be referring to those uh, as TDEs from now on. So I had uh, Brussels sprouts. (laughs) And Brussels sprouts have been whooping you lately. Dude, no, but I love them. Uh-huh. I absolutely love them. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and apologize because I had uh, a big glass of Metamucil at like three and then I had Brussels sprouts at five. And like the combination, I like, I feel like I'm going to be burping up fucking like stars in a, in a hot minute. So burping up TDEs, <laughs> TDEs. Exactly. Uh, so TDEs occur when stars venture too close to black holes. These cosmic monsters, uh, immense gravity exerts incredible tidal forces that stretch and squeeze the stars. A, pro- a process called spaghettification. No. <laughs> no. I was like, okay, cool. That is an awesome word. Isn't it? I love that. But that might be a show title. Uh, you could hyphenate it and make it fit on a thumbnail, right? Yeah, okay. I think I can do that. Okay, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, well, you just text it. I got it. it. I got Sorry. it. Sorry, yeah, because yeah, yep. it's easier for you to text than me, right? So. Copy paste. Yep. Uh, the unfortunate stars involved in TDEs are ripped apart or, quote, unraveled in a matter of hours, signaled by a powerful flash of electromagnetic radiation in visible light. I think that is quite possibly one of the coolest sentences ever. Like, okay, read it one more time. Okay. So the unfor- unfortunate stars involved in T. TDEs are ripped apart or unraveled in a matter of hours, signaled by a powerful flash of electromagnetic radiation in visible light. So, like, literally, I want to diagram that sentence. That's a lot. It, it is, <laughs> and it's probably like abs- like three run-ons or something. No, I I think it's well put together. It's just a lot of info. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, dude, just, I, and I think it's really mainly that powerful flash of electromagnetic radiation, invisible light. I really like the phrase <sighs> unfortunate stars though. It reminds yeah. me of the indifferent stars above. Ooh, yeah. So, uh, Megan was able to score when she was previously, uh, working for ORNL. She scored a tour of, um, I think it was the Heifer and, uh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 And dude, we actually got to see this thing that was putting off so much radiation, it was glowing. Yeah. But it was behind, like, all these, like, panels and, like, under underwater and, like, all this. It was really wild that to be cool. seeing that. And that it was, like, nobody's allowed access in there unless you've got, like, crazy radiation suit sure, stuff yeah. going on. And, like, it was just, it's it's weird to, like, really see what's going on. Well. And obviously, we're not really seeing what's going on in uh, <laughs> Oak Ridge, but it was just neat to have a glimpse. Yeah. Let me put it that way. So, some of the stellar material of the destroyed star is flung away from the black hole while the rest forms a thin frisbee like structure around it called an ac- accretion disk. I guess accretion. I guess, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, which gradually feeds that material to the black hole. So it basically like spins it like a real thin thread and then slowly feeds it in kind of thing. Like spaghetti. Like spaghetti. It's almost like spaghettification. It's like spaghettification. (laughs) So uh, in its early days, the accretion disk is unstable and matter sloshes around and smashes into itself, causing outflows detectable by radio waves. But astronomers traditionally only look at these star-eating black holes for a few months following the TDEs. In the new research, however, astronomers watched black holes involved in TDEs for hundreds of days, finding that in up to 50% of the cases, the black holes burped back, in quotations, stellar material years after the TDE. Quote, if you look years later, a very, very large fraction of these black holes that don't have radio emission at uh, these early times will actually suddenly turn on in radio waves. Study lead author Yvette Sendez, uh, a research associate at the Harvard and Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics, told Live Science, quote, I call it a burp. Because we're having <laughs> because we're having some sort of delay where the material is not coming out of the accretion disk until much later than people were anticipating. The re-emission of the material for 10 of the 24 black holes happened between two and six years after the star-destroying events. The observations are described in a study uploaded August 25th to the preprint database 
And I have no, I tried to like pronounce that a couple different ways that would like make sense. Arxiv or something? I, th- I think Arxiv would be right. But I, I was thinking that it would have been like some kind of play on archive. But I, anyway, it's spelled A R capital X lowercase I V. Um, yeah. Which has not yet been peer reviewed. So, um, but no, I just thought that that was really, really, first of all, Black holes are absolutely one of the coolest things like yeah. that that we know of. There's a related story that was linked about halfway through that's that's uh-huh. the title is so metal. A black hole assassin ripped a star to shreds and left its guts strewn about the galaxy. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah, Norwegian death metal, but make it a black <laughs> hole. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Love that. Oh my god. But I, I just I nerded out on that and yeah. I mean like Honestly, the the rest of it's kind of getting into the the nitty gritty, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I don't really understand a hell of a lot. So, um, I I understand Event Horizon because it was a movie, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So that's about all I got for that one. I but, dig it. I dig it. Yeah. And um, plus the the uh, now, granted, it's not like a photo or anything, but they but it's have still a cool the, like the illustration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty neat. Do you ever look at the uh, NASA puts out like a photo a day? Do you ever look at the daily NASA photo? Is, is it on like Twitter or something? Uh, no, I think it's just on the NASA website. Oh, okay. I mean, it's probably also, I, they probably tweet it and Instagram it too, but yeah. um, I used to get the newsletter and I'm just like, I'd, <laughs> the last thing I need is a daily fucking newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my um, God. I want to cover two stories kind of in tandem right. about airplane travel's not doing great right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can I do a real quick mention? Yeah. Just in case my buddy is listening, um, I just got news that one of uh, my pharmacy buddies that went back to uh, school for flight school, he's trying to get his his pilot's license to actually do like piloting and uh, flying or whatever. And he just got uh, the okay and did his first solo flights like today. Cool. So while we, while, when we were or previous to us recording today, um, yeah, man, and and like he was just absolutely stoked. So KP, yeah. KP, if you come across this, man, congrats, brother, because that's that's super cool. No, so. that's cool. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, the first one that I think probably a lot of people have heard, but we have to talk about it because. It's it's so on brand. For us. Yes, please. So this flight, uh, this Delta flight, was going from uh, Atlanta to Barcelona. I really hate when people who have been call it Barcelona. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's Do a, they have a lisp? No, no, no. It's not a lisp. Okay, but that's okay. like the the like th like instead of Ibiza? the c. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's g- yes. <laughs> it's the same. Th- oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, he took a pill in Ibiza. He didn't take yeah. a pill in Ibiza. Like, have you even heard? What is that guy's name? Mike Posner? Like, let's be for real. I, I don't know. It's Mike Posner. Okay, cool. I like him a lot. Oh, no, I love the song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I'm glad that I had a, an example of that, so. Because it annoys me. Oh, also. yeah. So these people are fucking, they're two hours into their flight from Atlanta to Barcelona. And they. <laughs> Thucker to thuck attached. I'm in Barcelona. Someone has sit themselves all over the plane. Where's Bruce Willis? Oh no, he's doing that new movie with Jason Statham. No. 
So they fucking, uh, a person, a passenger had diarrhea all through the plane. Is this it's, how the joke starts? It's hot. No, <laughs> I know. I know. Like all. Uh, Wait, what does that even mean? There's videos. If you, oh. if you click this, there's a video of, of them like walking down later. Oh no. And it's just, I don't know if maybe somebody had like shorts on and no underwear and just lost control of their bowels. How do you not see that coming? Dude, like you, you had to know before I mean, you got on this plane. Yeah. And you I know? mean, like, it, it, I hope this is a loop. Ooh. Yeah. I think okay, it's it is yeah, a loop. Cause I was like, out. first of all, this plane goes on forever. Second of all, this man was so full of shit, <laughs> <laughs> but they, they were two hours into this flight and they had to turn back around and go back to Atlanta, get off the plane and like have the plane cleaned. And apparently they tore up the carpet and put new carpet down because it, it took them five hours to clean the plane. Oh my God. Like dude. I'm, can you imagine the smell? No. Like there's no air circulating on a fucking plane. No. It, no, there is, but it's recirculating. Ooh, so, no fresh air. Yeah, I was going to say, and I don't think it's taking the scent out of the air. I think it's taking like, well, honestly, it's probably not taking much of anything. So. Well, they also, uh, one passenger that was on it said that uh, staff used vanilla scented disinfectant while they were like still before they had gotten to land and that it just made the plane smell like vanilla shit. Oh, <laughs> Ugh. And it even shows the little uh, the FAA like flight like messaging the official stuff. Yeah, that says uh, passenger diarrhea all over aircraft biohazard. Oh, I, God. Oh, uh, air traffic control audio recordings also reveal one of the pirate pilots confirming the situation. I wish it was a pirate. Right? Yar. He's like, yar, yar. We've got shit everywhere, boys. Come, come over here so we can slop the decks. Yar, talk about a poop deck. <laughs> you win. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy hell. Uh, so the pilot comes over the radio and says, "It's mm, we're, we're a pilot, so. Well, it's just a biohazard issue. We had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so uh, they want us to come back to Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let me, uh, uh, passengers, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be turning around right now. Uh, it looks like uh, Luke has just lost his uh, shit all over the, the plane. Uh, if you're looking for uh, an evacuation uh, route, <laughs> go ahead and follow the line of vanilla scented shit. Uh, <laughs> that will be your closest exit. Thank you. Yeah, I hate to tell you guys, but it's going to be a shitty two hours back to Atlanta. <laughs> I just so then apparently when they got back on the plane um, (laughs) to try again to Uh, go, uh, they all the passengers like the dude was trying to go again. I don't know. (laughs) Surely he was waxed. (laughs) He was waxed at that point. Um, But yeah, they said it was thoroughly cleaned and uh, that they didn't even smell when they got back on it. Which yeah, they replaced the carpet. You know. Yeah. Oh my god, that's pretty cool though. That like the planes are like. I guess put together so, you know, so, well, I bet there is, I bet there's some kind of like bottom to the carpet that like 
once it seeps into the carpet, you pull the carpet up and you're not going to get it anywhere else kind of thing. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Or it's probably just metal under the carpet. So you can just well, pull the the carpet up and it. then it'd be way easier just clean metal. Yeah. Then. <laughs> Gross. <sighs> and uh. on that note. Air Canada had to apologize to its passengers after they were told to sit in vomit-covered seats. What? What the fuck is up in the air right now? What? Oh, my God. So so I have not seen this one yeah, this at one, all. Yeah, this one didn't get as much press. Uh, okay. This was a flight from Las Vegas to Montreal on August 26th. Mm-hmm. Um. People were saying there was like a smell on the plane. Yeah. Apparently on the previous flight, someone had vomited in this one area of the plane. Air Canada attempted a quick cleanup before boarding, but clearly wasn't able to do a thorough clean. They put coffee grounds in the seat pouch. What? To like try to like mask the smell. I've never even heard of that. I think they're just reaching. Yeah. And then they sprayed perfume to mask the smell. (laughs) Now it just smells like puke and perfume and coffee grounds. I mean, puke is a very, like, puke oh, yeah. and doo-doo. Yeah. <clears throat> those are two, like, scents that you're not going to mask. Like, you no. have to remove the offending, like, yeah. agent. Kind of thing. You remember that sawdust shit they used to put down if someone's puked in school? You remember uh, that stuff? You remember that stuff? Yeah, yeah, Ugh. yeah. And then, like, literally, like, scoop it up just Ugh. to, like, I mean, it was it was like putting, like, what, kitty Cat litter, litter down on, on like, oil? A, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I I know I was also I was like it was just like putting cat litter on oil (laughs) yeah um they placed coffee grounds on the seat pouch and sprayed perfume to mask the smell when the clearly upset passengers tried to explain the flight attendant that the seat and seat belt were wet and there was still visible vomit residue in their area the flight attendant was very apologetic but explained the flight was full and there was nothing they could do they can't clean it more just like on this they don't have wet wipes or some shit like or just like like literally anything please yeah can you try and all those like seats fucking, are like a weird leather like you should be able to wipe them down pretty easily yeah well i mean let's let's be honest it's pleather you know <laughs> sure that's why i said weird leather. Yeah, yeah exactly you were just being more diplomatic <laughs> but they uh passengers and crew argued back and forth for several minutes a supervisor came over and reiterated that the passengers would have to stay in the vomit covered seats as the flight was full um, they told them they could leave the plane and organize flights on their own dime, or they would be escorted off the plane by security and placed on a no fly list. Wait, what? And then they said, well, they were rude to the flight attendant. That's why. Oh, I bet that was bullshit. Well, honestly, I would have been fucking rude if the only thing that they're telling me to do is fucking get over it. Right. I, would I don't want to sit in a puke seat. Yeah. And then, uh, this, most of the stuff that I'm quoting comes from this lady who wrote a Facebook post about it that was on the flight. So take it with a grain of salt, but also I like boots on the ground reporting. Yeah. I mean, boots in the air. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, she said that they were not, they were upset and firm, but not rude. Um, a fellow passenger tried to explain the situation. The pair were then escorted from the plane by security. I mean, dude, first of all, and it was a five hour flight, dude. Flying is so fucking stupid expensive now. And it's uncomfortable to begin with. Yeah. I don't want to sit in a wet vomit seat. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I have no. a strong sense of smell. That always sounds like a weird brag. Like, I don't, no, I don't no, want no, this, but, I, but yeah. like, I'm just going to keep smelling that the whole time. Yeah. 
plus it's fucking wet. Like plus, that's inexcusable. Once like, you land somewhere, you might not be able to change and shower right away. Yeah. Like so now I have to smell like someone bleh. else's vomit. Ugh. And that's that's even worse. Yeah. It's like it'd be different if like I vomited on myself and they're yeah. like, I'm sorry, we have to finish the flight. Sure. Like, we're almost there. Yeah. But oh my God. <sighs> so then they're they're just like going back and forth, like Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, dude, like, I'm, I'm telling you, though, it, it, if I can avoid flying, I always do. I like to fly. Well, no, no, I, I like well, to I, fly, but it's like, I like the actual, like, yeah. feeling of taking off yeah. and shit. But how, like, tense everybody else is <sighs> and how, and I always get stuck beside someone that wants to talk my ear off. Surprise, yes. like I do everywhere yeah. I go. Yeah. So I will usually wear ear pods without any sound on and just act like i can't hear the person beside me dude megan and i have taken it a a step further we will wear a a tall uh a low brim hat tall like uh thing like mcgruff the 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 dog (laughs) you know and then we'll do we'll wear a sleep mask and then ear, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> say, just, you're looking like a horse with blinders on. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like if people like, I just don't acknowledge anyone. No. It's no. like, I just act like as soon as you sat down, you're narcoleptic and you just passed the fuck out. So, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I can't stand like, I, I actually do enjoy like. A five to ten minute conversation while like boarding's going on sure, and stuff, fine. and then it's like you read a book or listen to something. I'm gonna do something else. Yeah, I'm not looking to fucking talk to you no. my whole flight. No, I'm sorry. Like, and what's worse is when like people want to make a group conversation with all the strangers around. Yeah. Can you please opt me out of this? Yeah. <laughs> no. So we're gonna have a little icebreaker for uh, oh for row twenty six on this plane. Okay, so everybody, a name B. a fun fact about themselves. Okay. <laughs> but the fact has to rhyme with your the first letter of your first name. Um, and Doug, Allie, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm annoyed with everybody. I'm annoyed at all you assholes. Also, I like arson. <laughs> Keep it up, fuck boys, and I'll burn this mother to the ground. <laughs> oh shit, man! That's dude. That what, this makes me want to fly less yep. somehow. Yep. So, oh holy hell! Um, all right, let's see here. Uh, I want to stop with that one. Okay, or finish with that one. Um, let's talk about, uh, this hacking device that this guy came up with that sounds like the most obnoxious fucking thing ever. I want to hear this, yeah. And like, dude, apparently it's very, uh, it's very effective. So, hacking device Flipper Zero can spam nearby iPhones with Bluetooth pop-ups. So... Don't like that. Uh, Dude, me neither. Thanks to a popular and relatively cheap hacking tool, hackers can spam your iPhone with annoying pop-ups, prompting you to connect to nearby AirTag, Apple TV, AirPods, and other Apple devices. A security researcher who asked to be referred to as only Anthony demonstrated this attack using a Flipper Zero, a small device that can be programmed to perform wireless wireless attacks. Flipper Zero sounds like a phone that Cricket would sell. Oh, I was going to say something about like a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a bionic dolphin. like A a zero calorie dolphin. (laughs) 
Yes. Now with uh, with <laughs> only, zero. only artificial sweeteners. All the dolphin, none of the calories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a small device that can be programmed to perform wireless attacks on devices in its range, such as iPhones, but also car key fobs. Uh, contactless and RFID cards, and more. Anthony's attack is essentially a denial of service. By pushing persistent pop-ups, someone can make an iPhone nearly unusable. Um, you should watch the video if you're not already watching it in the uh, little posted X okay. thing or whatever. Um, while, I, while I'm whilst I'm reading. <laughs> Um, Anthony told TechCrunch that he called it a, quote, a Bluetooth advertising assault. Uh, quote, it's not just a mi- minor inconvenience. It can disrupt the seamless experience that Apple users are accustomed to. Uh, he wrote in a blog post explaining the issue. Uh, Anthony said he tweaked the Flipper Zero firmware to broadcast what are called Bluetooth advertisements, a type of transmission in the Bluetooth low energy protocol that Apple uses to get iDevices owners uh, the ability to connect to an Apple uh, watch other Apple devices and send pictures to other iDevices owners or iDevice owners uh, using the Bluetooth file sharing system AirDrop. Um, <clears throat> so basically, he was able to get this to work on an iPhone 8 and 14 Pro, uh, and they actually used a, let's see, they used a proof of concept code to imitate a nearby AirTag and the other code for transferring a phone number. Both tests work, but one of them was only able to work if the iPhone was really, really, really close to the uh, the other, or I'm sorry, if the Flipper Zero was really close to the iPhone. Yeah. And then one of them was able to, like, really fuck with it from like 30 feet away kind of thing. So you could be in the same room as like a bunch of iPhone users and then like make all of their phones unusable. I have seen, I have seen that people will sometimes like airdrop memes like at like big concerts and stuff. I've only experienced it once and it was a whole lot of fun. Really? And then I always, I get too into the music and always forget to try whenever I'm at anything. Dude, I'm telling you, so the only thing that I've heard is, like, dick pics being airdropped. No, everything that I got was right. just, like, fun, like, really? goofy, like, weird little gifts. I've never experienced this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying I've just heard about yeah. it. So I don't and know you if could it's use like, it for Eagle, for sure. Yeah. I leave my airdrop on, like, really? so that people can sit, because, sure, I like it. I think it does, so is it just, like, they can send it to you, period, or you have to accept you it? You have to accept it. Okay. Yeah. Because I think, I think mine's on, but, but I yeah. think you can set it on for just contacts too. Okay. Uh, I know my downstairs neighbor. Like I just happened to know him for like ten years before I moved in. That's funny. I didn't know he lived there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like we have each other's phone numbers, and he's this old grump. He's hilarious. Yeah. And um, I, <laughs> whenever I'm at home and he's at home, he has an iPhone, so he comes up as my first. Like if I go to share something, it'll show him as an airdrop option. And I usually, when I'm doing that, I'm sending something from my phone to my laptop yeah. so that I can throw it in the newsletter. Yeah. I am one of these days going to send him the most strange meme, like <laughs> unannounced at like 9 p.m. on a Sunday. And he's going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounds like for real. <laughs> uh, all right. Can we get a first name or is that going to be too much? Yeah. His name's Mitch. Mitch. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. 
Nice. Uh, <laughs> he used to be a regular at the Beard and Pint, like okay. as long as they had been around. So like a handful of people know him. He's he's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I love it. Um, so yeah, so uh, TechCrunch was able to like literally use this proof of concept code kind of thing to replicate what uh, this Anthony dude. Oops, excuse me. Um, what's the, dude, I'm no, and every time, <laughs> no, the worst part was, is I made some more of that. Um, it's like a, uh, dried anchovy, like, uh, I didn't know how to describe thing. what those were. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't cook them enough this time. So they're even Ooh. more fishy. Ooh. And like, I, I was not as big of a fan this time yeah. as the last time, but I think it was also like. I didn't get I didn't get the sugar to caramelize well yeah, enough. Yeah. And so it didn't like that flavor wasn't there. So it was not only more fish, but less less of the sugar sweet less of the or, other stuff too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know? And I was just like, oh fuck man. <laughs> anyway. So I and I ate that because I had to. So um <laughs> anywho. I'm just a fucking mess right now. So um this was this was the uh, the other part that I thought was absolutely worth a mention and just kind of interesting. The exploits worked on iPhones both when Bluetooth was enabled or switched off in the control center. So even if you just switched it off in the control center, it would still push it. Oh. But they could not reproduce the exploit when Bluetooth was fully switched off if you went into your settings kind of thing. I would think those would work the same. I thought they did work the same, but apparently that's not the case. So apparently it puts it in like standby something instead of off or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, So anywho, uh, let's see. Security researchers have been focusing on highlighting how malicious hackers could abuse uh, Bluetooth to annoy iPhone owners lately. During the DEF CON hacking conference in Las Vegas in August, a researcher scared and confused attendees by making alerts pop up on their iPhones. The researcher used a $70 contraption made of a Raspberry Pi Zero 2W, two antennas, a Linux-compatible Bluetooth adapter, and a portable battery. Using this device, the researcher was able to mimic an Apple TV and spam nearby devices. Um... This Anthony dude said that he devised an attack that can work over, quote, thousands of feet. Jeez. Using an, quote, amplified board that can broadcast Bluetooth packets at a higher range than regular Bluetooth low-energy devices. Uh, Anthony said he's not releasing the details of that technique. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quote, due to major concerns. Yeah. No shit. Such as giving others the ability to send spam pop-ups, uh, quote, across vast distances, potentially spanning miles, depending on what the, you know, the high-range device that's throwing them out. Yeah. Kind of thing. I could see this as being, like, a big issue. Especially, like, if you can broadcast that far. Well, I mean, dude, you set something up in, like, the fucking whatever, the subways in New York. Yeah. And you're just Or even, like, a stadium at a football game or, or a Taylor Swift show or yeah. something. Like, God. I could just see some issues. Yeah. There. So, um, <laughs> There's some concerns. Yeah, exactly. So the researcher said uh, Apple could mitigate these attacks by ensuring the Bluetooth devices connected or connecting to an iPhone are legitimate and valid, and also reducing the distance at which iDevices can connect to other devices using Bluetooth. 
Uh, Apple did not respond to a request for comment. No kidding. Their legal team's on it. <laughs> so, um, I was trying to think about this, though. Like, does Bluetooth really need to work, like, 30 feet away from stuff? I mean, I know, like, speakers and stuff I, like that. So, like... Uh, I had a job where I was a front desk at a marketing place uh-huh. and I would like go to like the back to like make a copy or yeah. to like you do whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have my phone in my pocket, my AirPods would start to cut out by about there. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I don't know, like how far does it need to go? Yeah. Because on that, that's what I was thinking is yeah. like, I mean, literally if, if my phone, I'm terrible about setting my phone down in our house yeah. and then I'm like constantly walking around doing shit, yeah. laundry, whatever, yeah. go to the bathroom. And like, dude, if I get more than, if I get like at least like two walls in between me yeah. and the phone yeah. starts breaking out. And that's, I think was know. the bigger deal was really there were walls between was the yeah. bigger deal than the distance. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. But, but I was also thinking like, okay, well, you know, there headphones and really they just need to span from yeah probably a phone being on my person to my head yeah but but i totally Hell, understand I'm, people. I'm still blown away every time i use airpods i'm like i don't have to have a wire yeah like i'm dude. still happy with that so yeah, exactly which i don't know i mean i'm sure that we're for the generation of like i'm fucking fiddling with like how do i hide this wire like my god and then it's like oh my god i have to go to the bathroom so i have to unplug my phone because yeah. if i pull my pants down yeah. my phone's on the floor it's gonna pull my earbuds uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah i was dealing with that today actually what well, because my uh, headphones were charging, so oh, okay, okay. But my wire, my true wireless headphones were charging, so I was using the lightning ones. I don't even have the adapter thing for. Oh, you have some that have a lightning plug. Mm. I got uh, one of the last like phones that, that they came gave. With it. Yeah, okay. Because I had an eleven. Okay. And dude, I think they stopped on like the twelve or thirteen. So I had an but, eleven, but I don't think I ever got those headphones. Allie, if you play your cards right, I might be able to. I don't need them. Okay. I don't. I'm just just wondering (laughs) if I do have those headphones just stuck in a drawer somewhere and didn't realize it. Well, the shit thing was, is I found out, or I I found out the hard way. I was like, oh my God, you know, my headphones are dead. Oh no, my phone's low, but I can't plug my headphones in and charge my phone. (laughs) And I was like, no. Yeah. So I ended up just putting on speakerphone. Yeah. Or not speakerphone. But just the audio. Yeah. So, anywho, um, so I thought this was kind of interesting, though, because um, I could see this as being an issue. I don't think that this is going to be, like, one of these, like, super whatever prevalent uh, hacks or whatever. No, but it's, but, like, you got to be smart enough to figure out how to make it do it, you yeah, know? Yeah, This isn't just somebody well, dude, that can download an app and spam your phone with it. But that that's the shit thing is, like... All, a lot of this stuff is getting so easy. Like, okay, yeah. for instance, the uh, the thing that he was talking about, like making a uh, Raspberry Pi or yeah. whatever, using a Raspberry Pi and all that shit. Yeah, it's only se- or seventy bucks, but dude, you got to know some coding. You got to know some like, yeah, th- it it takes some effort, yeah, kind of thing. Um, this little like Flipper Zero thing. I think it's really just kind of like loading up shit onto it that um it's almost like the um my god what is it called the 3d printing stuff 
Yeah. That it's like, dude, if somebody's made it, yeah. all you got to do is download and load it up. Like the, uh, like the old like games you could play on our calculators in I high have, school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I love that. There was like this, uh, way before there were iPad kids asking, do you have games on your phone? There were kids in your high school asking, do you have games on your calculator? Dude, I found, I got a copy of this one that I loved playing yeah. and it was like, it was this drug deal. I was going to say it was the drug dealing thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was so fun. Like, oh my God. And you'd like haggle and oh, if yeah. you like ask too much, then they'd like get freaked out and like walk away or something and like that. that. And that was like, GTA before GTA. It, it was. <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny, dude. Pretty much. That's funny as shit. I'm surprised they never made like a big drug dealing game because of how much everybody played the fuck out of that when we were in high school. So so there was a really, really fun GTA on uh, Nintendo DS. Okay. That, uh, and I can't remember specifically which one it was, but it was like literally you would have different points that you could like buy and different points that you could sell. Yeah. And you'd have to like drive around and like, You'd get like cryptic messages that it was like, oh, well, this guy's really like hot to get some. <laughs> AKA, he was going to pay like top dollar right. kind of shit. And like, dude, you'd drive around and it's like, oh, it's the police. You know, it's like fucking hightail it, boys. You know, I saw that just, just to talk about being Papaws one yeah. more time. Yeah. I saw a clip on TikTok. Somebody, people will put just like, clips of a tv show or a movie or something on there mm-hmm. and uh I, I, the show euphoria have you heard of it I, yeah i've heard of it uh i've not watched heard, i've heard it's great i have too mm-hmm. i've not watched any of it but now i have seen a handful of clips like last night yeah. i kept getting clips of it like last night of all times yeah. but um this one clip these two girls are at a like state fair carnival or something yeah. and they walk up to the snack place and they're like two please and the guy says, okay, that's 40. And they hand him 40 bucks and he hands them like two like salted pretzels on plates. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? All the comments, like not all, but a few of the comments are like $40 for two pretzels. What the fuck? And people are replying. They're like, it's for Molly. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't get that. Uh, so I was going to say, there's got to be something. Right. Or is, yeah. the, is the pretzel, is the pretzel like, I think it's just a front. Well, I mean, but like, are like. So, okay. I don't know. Like, I guess the Molly is uh, like, like what is, under how did the they napkin get it? on yeah, the plate okay, or that's something. A, that's a, <laughs> Dude, I, I love this. It's like, how, how do you does, drug? Uh, yeah, how like, does one I, drug? I don't know what this is. These are very expensive pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. Now I'm telling you, like, it's so, it's so weird. Like, so on, uh, on, uh, Reddit, there's a subreddit called trees. Oh Yeah. And the funny thing about it is there are people that will come and they will post something about trees. Yeah. Well, it is a marijuana only subreddit, like period. And it is the funniest shit. Yeah. It's like lost. uh, And someone will put lost Redditors. Lost Redditors, dude. It is the funniest fucking shit. It's like, oh, my God, I came across this tree on like a nature walk. And can anyone identify it? And you just have you all know, these fucking stoners. Who knows about stoners. actual trees is our slash legal advice. Because tree law is huge. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's wild. Actually, our huh. slash best of legal advice is way more fun because it's got way less rules. And it's just like talking about the posts on legal yeah. advice. Yeah. Like if you see 
any sort of case where somebody has like cut down a neighbor's tree or something like that. Yeah. On any platform online, if you look in the comments, if there's more than five comments, one is just going to say tree law because it's such a thing. That's wild. I did it's not wild know too because it's like if you like cut down somebody's tree without asking, you can be held for like what that tree's value was. So oh, if it wow. was like a 50 year old, like yeah. sycamore or so, I don't know fucking trees, but yeah. like, I mean, you can be, it can it's be like, like 300 grand or, a tree yeah. or something. It's Jeez. wild. So I've, I've heard about the thing that it's like, okay, well, even if it's like hanging on your property, yep. if there's some kind of weird thing about like the root system yeah. or some bullshit and yeah. I'm making shit up, it's complicated, but it's like crazy like yeah. that. Yeah. But if you I've look at best that. of legal advice, you will find, I mean, if you that's just funny, search dude. tree law in there, you can, there's your whole weekend. Oh, that's, that's awesome. All right. Noted. Um, tree law. <laughs> tree law. Were you done with that one? Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah I'm, I'm done. So, uh, Wes just sent me this earlier today. Indiana man accidentally records murder in voicemail and gets sentenced to 85 years. Oh my God. So nice. look at this dude's mugshot. <laughs> How old do you think this guy is? Wrong. He's younger than that. <laughs> well, so I was going to say, I'm going to say 40. 29. <laughs> All right. This man has been road hard and put up with. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not even already told I you wrong guessed, younger. I would have guessed early 40s, uh-uh. dude. In that picture, he's 29. Wow. Yep. What the fuck? He's not had the best life, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, he inadvertently recorded himself murdering his mother's boyfriend, and he just got sentenced yesterday to 85 years. So Cody Allen Wade of Clay County, Indiana, was found guilty of murder, among other charges, following his trial in early August. Uh, in June of 2020, he stabbed Carl Haviland four times, causing his death. He had left a voicemail on his mom's phone right before the murder, but he failed to hang up and ended up recording the entire incident in the voicemail. Wow, dude. Well, so it's interesting that they would say four, stabbed him four times, causing his death instead of stabbed him to death. I think it's probably just legal wording. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, Sorry, I, I didn't mean to derail No, you. I'm just trying to think of, like, I wish they said exactly what the voicemail said. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. And I could probably seek it out, but I don't want to hear it. I hate no. I no, hate I'm hearing, like, I don't need to hear 911 calls where people are dying in the background. No. Like, I Agreed. Um, Jeez, dude. The prosecutors That's... played the recording for the jury during Wade's trial. So, again, I'm sure it's out there if yeah. anybody wants to go listen to it. Yeah. Uh, during Wednesday sentencing, uh, the judge sentenced him to 85 years in prison with credit for time served. Great. So you only got 82 years left, bro. There you go. And you're definitely going to make it that far. You look, Absolutely. you look like a spring chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, the sentences, some of which were concurrent included 15 years for habitual offenses. Mm. You mean to tell me this guy's got a record? That's surprising. It's wild. He wow. had an arson conviction in 2018 and was released from jail in March of 2020, just months before he murdered his mom's boyfriend. Jesus, dude. I mean, wait. Are you telling me that the... Uh, this guy served time. No, but... Wait, how has he not been, like... Uh, rehabilitated? Rehabilitated. Like, yeah. Thank you, yeah. Our prison system does a great job of, like, you know, getting people back on their feet, yeah, um, cure, them. curing them, yeah. making them good dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I just... This is wild to me. <laughs> God. 
What Jeez, a story. Dude, Have yeah. you ever, I, I butt dialed my mom once years ago. When you were murdering someone. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I had my phone. I hate when that happens, Allie. <laughs> I had my phone in my back pocket. I actually had to tell mom, I was like, you're next if you turn me in. <laughs> no, um, yeah, right. I had my phone in my back pocket and I was driving and I like went to get my phone out and I looked and I was on a call with my mom and I had been for like four minutes and mom was still, she could just hear background noise. So she thought maybe I was in distress. Yeah. Oh, so she was still going, Al, <laughs> Al, <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> What's your mom's name? Martha. Martha. God, I love that. I was I like, Mom, that. I am so sorry. Everything's fine. My phone called you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dude, I, somehow, like, my parents have butt dialed Megan and I on fucking touch screen. <laughs> this one was a touch screen. But how does that happen? I don't even know. I really don't understand don't how it know. happens. Like... But like they're they're just like completely clueless, and we'll hang up, and they'll call us back, kind of thing. And I'm just like, finally, we'll like maybe call the other person and be like, "Will you stop? Tell, yeah, tell tell mom, tell yeah. dad, whatever. Yeah, stop calling us. Like you're just ass dialing us, and I don't know. Like just turn your phone off. Or I because so. I'm an A, yeah. I get misdialed all the gotcha. time from yeah. like not a butt dial anymore, but it's just like if someone's in an app or something, they'll accidentally it's like in their contacts. Or yeah. Some shit, right? Like I had a friend I hadn't talked to in years accidentally call me a few months ago and yeah. I like looked at it and I was like, nah, she didn't mean to do that. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've gotten calls like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they probably meant to call me. Well, no, we like, <laughs> that's why I'm like, I don't know. we still like chat pretty regular through like Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And like, she never mentioned it. So I knew it wasn't like, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> um, all right. So I felt, I felt the need to cover this next story because, uh, we actually covered a story a hot minute ago about the McDonald's ice cream machines and how, uh, they were basically, I think the, the, uh, what was the, what was the, um, oh my God, what the fuck was the na company name that they, Taylor, that's who it is. Taylor, uh, they have some kind of proprietary thing over their ice cream machines so that they, you have to have a Taylor like, um, certified technician oh, kind of shit to whatever fix yeah. your, your ice cream machine. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they probably also only have like 50 of those in the United States. So it's right. like, there's just this insanely long wait, wait list for like getting your fucking ice cream machine fixed. Well, so we covered the story that, uh, I think it was kitsch or yeah. Kitsch, uh, the company kitsch, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah. Let's just get into yep. it. Uh, McDonald's ice cream machines are so notorious for breaking that it's become a meme. And we've covered this meme. <laughs> but <laughs> Also, I hadn't even considered it, but um, I should have. Um, apparently, McDonald's workers just lie and tell you that the machine's not working. And because, uh, is it a bitch to like use it? Probably. I would think that you would just pour a mix in. Right? I don't know. Or maybe it's a bitch to clean it. I bet See, that's what it is. So if they just is. tell everybody all day it's broken, then yeah, they could it. probably clean it at like fucking noon or something, and then the mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Night shift people don't even have to fuck with it. Sneaky. So. I like it. I'm not going to lie. Make it easier <laughs> to clean. Come on, guys. You know. Uh, you ain't paying me six bucks an hour to fucking, you know, whatever. Put some elbow grease into the old ice cream machine. <laughs> uh, but now we can have some glimmer of shamrock shake flavored hope. Oh, hell. Not only has iFixit performed a teardown of McDonald's machines, but it's also petitioning the government to let it create the parts required for people to fix them. That is the most insane fucking sentence ever. It's petitioning the government to let it create the parts required for people to fix them. No. Why in the flying fuck (laughs) should our government be even remotely concerned with a fucking, like, the maintenance on an ice cream machine? No. That is my question. That's so goofy. Isn't it? Yeah. It seems like we have other things that are... Maybe a little bit higher little priority. Bit. So, as shown in a video posted to YouTube, iFixit purchased the same ice cream machine model used by McDonald's and spent hours trying to get it up and running. The machine spit out numerous error codes that iFixit says, quote, are Is not. Is iFixit just one of those, like, iPhone repair places? No, 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 no. So I think there are... Uh, there so, are ones named that, too? Yes. Okay, okay. It's like, whatever. You, you, you fuck break, it, I You fix. fuck it, I fix yeah. it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's the, the business I'm trying to fix. But anyway, so... Uh, no, I fix it is, I believe, this, like, literal YouTube channel of a bunch of, like engineer nerds kind of thing that it's like hey look at this thing that's everybody thinks can't be fixed yeah guess what we're gonna tear it apart and we're gonna show you how to fix it okay yeah yeah or and specifically shit that you can do yourself yeah i believe so don't hold me to that but (laughs) um but they're saying that the error codes were quote nonsensical counterintuitive and seemingly random even if you spent hours reading the manual that does not surprise me fucking in the least. Man. God. So despite consisting of, quote, easily replaceable parts, uh, such as three printed circuit boards, a motor and belt, uh, a heat exchanger, the ice cream machine can't, uh, I'm sorry, the I, that was weird. The ice cream machine can only be fixed by its manufacturer, Taylor, due to an agreement it has with McDonald's. While a company called Kitsch attempted to remedy this by creating a product to read ice cream machine error codes. Uh, by the way, the Tether Radio podcast covered that probably two years ago. Not it's two, been a while. But it's probably been a year. Yeah. Uh, I fix it says McDonald's quote sent a letter to all of the franchise owners instructing them not to use the device. I just <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, I do. I'm sure it's, it it's comes just down to in money, that but. proprietary shit where it's like if you even open it up and look inside it, you voided your whole warranty and your whole, like why? Well, dude, it's it, if you it's know a what quick this, fix, ship me the part and I'll swap it out. Exactly. Well, and and my thing is, is it's like okay, so you're gonna not fucking fix it. You're yeah. not gonna even help me to try to fix it. Yeah. And then you're gonna tell me that like if I try to fix it on my own, then like. I'm, you know, whatever, like voiding my warranty yeah. or whatever, you know. Um, this is this is kind of like the uh, John Deere thing that farmers have been fighting for a fuck, fucking long ass time. Right. Or, you know what I'm talking about? The right to repair kind of shit. 
no, but I would believe it. Okay. I don't. I don't know much about so, it. So, so there is literally like a thing, and I, I'm, I'm not that well read uh, in on it, but um, specifically John Deere tractors, they have some kind of thing that you you have to have it, you know, maintained by some kind of certified John Deere person, blah blah blah, or that it's like you you can't repair it like literally you're not allowed to repair it kind of thing that's so stupid so you've got these like hundreds of thousands of dollars maybe into the millions kind of thing yeah that it's like oh i can swap out this part for like a couple thousand bucks and you're not allowing me to do that yeah because if i do that and other shit goes wrong like you said it voids the warranty yeah but you're also not going to fix it Unless I pay basically half the cost of the fucking item yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, anywho, so that's why the iFixit team is taking things into their own hands. Quote, we'd love to be able to make a device like Kitsch that can read error codes on the ice cream machine we have, but we can't because of copyright law. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Chamberlain, uh, iFixit's director of sustainability, says in the video, the copyright law Chamberlain is referring to is the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which I feel like this is a huge copyright act, right? Yeah. Because doesn't a lot of like music or like movies or like doesn't all of that maybe fall under that shit? <sighs> DMCA sounds super fucking familiar. Yeah, DMCA is... Uh, uh... I feel like that that encompasses a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah. What's the so, link go to? Oh God. <laughs> so I'll let uh, I'll, I'll let Allie go down that uh, rabbit hole. Uh, so it prevents people from circumventing controls or digital locks to access a copyrighted work. So okay. I okay. So th- I bet this is a lot of uh, pr- like obviously programming shit. That it's like, oh, well, if you gain access to that, then you can copy it, and then you you would be able to like spin, do like a spinoff kind of thing of the same thing. Because it would give you like, and I'm, I'm probably using the wrong terms, but it would give you like access to the source code kind of shit. You know I just, what I'm saying? I just seriously type DMCA TLDR. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Um, And that didn't give me much either. But. Okay. Yeah, it's just uh, it's intended to regulate digital media and deal with copyright challenges the digital world faces. Yeah. So it's just vague enough to where lawyers can take anybody to the fucking cleaners. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To get around this, I fix it. And the nonprofit public knowledge filed an exemption to the law for ice cream machines. Something I fix it has already done and won for uh, Xboxes, tractors. (gasps) Oh. I wonder if they were not doing the fucking... I, I did not even put that together, and I read this shit once, so... Could be. Uh, and smartphones, which I'm pretty sure they fucking did it for Apple devices. I'm sure. So, uh, But iFixit notes that even if it does receive the exemption, it still won't be able to distribute a tool designed to fix ice cream machines. Due to that, it's, asking con- it's also asking Congress to reintroduce the Freedom to Repair Act, a law that would make it legal to bypass software locks and other measures to repair a product. How, how is it that we live in the year that fucking you're not allowed to fix something of yours that's broken? Which is literally what we're talking about. So many proprietary things are just ridiculous. Like it's they, just trash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's insane, man. Yeah. 
So if Congress does end up going through with these changes, we may finally have a future where we don't have to use a broken ice cream machine tracker before we set out for a McFlurry. <laughs> Which I didn't even realize they had a fucking broken. I've ice cream seen, I've heard that mentioned tracker. before. I wonder how accurate it is, but that's yeah, funny. that's a good point. Um, I was just going to end with this. I love, I love bad lists of shit, and I also I'm, I'm thinking about starting a separate something like a, a Twitter or an Instagram or something, yeah. just of like bad dating stuff not even mine but just the stuff i see online yeah because holy shit the people have <laughs> people have the worst like weird little rules and advice and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> so i think you actually you might have talked about this one but i randomly came across this thing that it was like god i think it was it was on the like well that sucks like sub or something like that okay um, but it was this girl that was talking about going on a first date with a dude that ordered a hundred, uh, hard shell tacos. That girl has, she's like super viral on TikTok. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know if it's real or not because I think, I mean, everybody seems to believe it, but like what, who would, who would go as far as she went? I don't remember what she did. So I'll sum it up real quick. Yeah. She goes, uh, the dude uh, first of all, she goes to his house, I think, and then uh, he's like, oh, my car's in the shop or something like that. Yes. And so he's like, do you mind to drive? And she's like, oh, no, you know, I don't mind to drive. So he gets in the car with her, and then he's like, oh, let's go to this place, and he starts giving her directions. Yeah. Literally takes her to a Taco Bell. Yeah. Then uh, she... She pulls up and she's like, "Oh, well, what do you want?" He leans across her and he's like, "Can we have, can we have uh, one hundred hard shell tacos, please?" Yes, yeah. So then he goes up to the, they go up to the thing and he's like, "Oh my god!" And she's like, "You don't have your wallet?" Yeah. And so she pays for a hundred hard shell tacos, yeah. goes back to his house. Uh, they go inside. She finds out that he lives with his dad. And his dad's, like, laying on the couch. He unloads all the tacos on the table. The dad comes over and starts, like, uh, like pounding tacos with the son. Yeah. And then, like, I think, like, the dad asks if she wants to see some kind of weird collection or some shit. Yeah. And she was like, at that point, no. I was just completely done. So I gathered up the remainder of the fucking tacos yeah. <laughs> since I'd fucking paid for yeah. them kind of thing. But, but there's, was, there's stories like, like that what? all over like, the place. What? Like, I just... No. I, how, did, how did you not fucking nope out way the fuck before that And what period? are you doing with 100 tacos, man? Yeah. What did you want 100 tacos? No. It's even, even for three people. No. That's 33 fucking tacos. Who the fuck's going to eat that? <laughs> like, what? Anyway. Well, I just saw a thing weird. this week. Do you know what the concept of negging is? Yes. So I, I saw a woman who wrote a story in defense of negging because she said she's actually into it. And I'm like, imagine writing this and publishing it with your full actual name on it. Jeez, Gross. Dude. But I mean, like, is would that not kind of be like a sub kind of thing? Like. Like a, uh, like that it's like, oh, well, like, you know, put me down because that, like, gets me off kind of thing. I think, but, like, she didn't make it out like that. Yeah. She just made it out like, 
And I'm not saying I'll, no, no, no. Please she, don't put me down. No. Like honestly, it'll hurt my feelings, and I'll, I'll stop the podcast. <laughs> but like, I, I her her kind of take was basically yeah. like, um, it kind of like presents a challenge, and then I have to feel like I do have to show him that I I am smart or I am cool or I can change a tire or whatever that you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, this girl. Wow. <laughs> Where was this even posted to start with? Fuck. Where was it? TikTok. Okay. 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 It doesn't say for like way far down. Uh, This girl's been with her boyfriend for six years and has 10 controversial relationship rules that have kept them together. Mm. Also, they're early 20s. They're. She's 21. And I think the boyfriend's 22. Yeah. Boyfriend's 22. She's very interesting looking. Like, yeah. She just has a very interesting face. She looks like she never smiles. Yeah. Which I think is like a big influencer thing. Like they don't want to get wrinkles from smiling or something. I don't know. Just makes you look mean, dude. Yeah. Um, it's like just perfecting the RBF. Yeah. <laughs> they. I think it's just kind of a look to like look disinterested in stuff. I don't know. It's weird. That's that's why none of them like understand how to like socialize, right? It's because all of them are trying to look disinterested, and it's like who wants to talk to a disinterested yeah. person? Yeah, so. you look irritated to be here, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this girl, um, I'm just gonna skip down to her actual list that's bulleted way further down. Okay. Because I was reading this earlier, and I was like, "Where is the list?" <laughs> okay. Uh, both always have their phone location turned on, which I, she said was just. It's convenient, like, if you're trying to meet up or something, and, like, for safety, too. Um, no strip clubs. Fine. Um, you, They can take girls' trips or boys' trips, so, like, a, you know, a vacation you. with you. Duh. Thank you for allowing me right? to, like, do my thing. Uh, they're not allowed to like thirst trap photos on Instagram. Are those just, like, s- seductive-ish? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, people, you, have to, you have to put it in millennial, know, like, old millennial terms for me. Um, they can't follow Instagram models of the opposite sex. Both can have friends of the opposite sex, but they can't be best friends. That was so, like, how just vague. Yeah. <laughs> they can go to nightclubs. Again, thank you for my permission. Yeah. Um, they get to know each other's phone passwords. And they're not allowed to watch porn, and they won't get married until they're both financially free. God, that last one's fucking, like, vague as balls. I know. I'm like, does that count, like, student loans? Imagine somebody, like, going... (laughs) How many people still have student loans in, like, their 30s? Uh, Right? You're right. uh, (laughs) God. Hell, I'm almost 40, and I'm going to have it into my 40s. Sure. I, I just... Oh, that's depressing. Ugh, sorry. Thinking about, thinking about that. Anyway. But I don't know. Like, I, people with these hard and fast rules, like. Well, but uh, what. And then the comments are, are like, yeah. we completely trust each other, but also here's 87 rules. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's my thing is, like, I don't understand, like, the stuff that. I don't understand, like, your phone being such a private fucking thing that it's, like, for for me. I didn't care. I didn't. I never cared if if my yeah. ex had my phone password. Like, well, exactly. I mean, like, well, I mean, like, Megan has my phone password. Yeah. 
I mean, fuck, dude. If she wants to look at my phone. Now, will will she probably see shit that she doesn't want to see? Maybe. Yeah. Because I just, it's like, I just, guys are fucking gross, I dude. save a ton so. of weird things and yeah. Google a ton of weird things. But, like, I'm not. Nah, I but, yeah. It's, it's one of these things that it's like, I mean, fuck, dude. If yeah. I died tomorrow, I'd, yeah, have a, go go haywire with my fucking phone, man. Like so. the no strip clubs, that's not a crazy rule. Like a lot of people, it's just a respect thing. Like yeah. if you're not comfortable with it, okay. I mean, honestly, that's more of a cleanliness thing. That's true. <laughs> I've, been, I've been to my share of strip clubs and honestly... I've wa- I've looked at my watch way too often in those strip clubs <laughs> because I'm like, hey guys, Please, y'all, y'all ready call? to leave? Like, like I I enjoy like having bro time, but like sure. this is just fucking dirty. Yeah. Like, well, and the don't- Trixie over there, I think she's passed out. Like, I don't even think she's lap dancing anymore. The don't follow <laughs> Instagram models of the opposite sex. That's, like, that's weird. Even if you're not following them, you can still go look at their posts. Um. Uh. I don't know. Some of these feel very high school, which these kids are barely out of. Yeah. It's really wild to me. Like I think about like a 21 or 22 or whatever. How, how yeah, that's these, how they are. Okay. Um, and I'm just like, man, you guys should be adults. But then I think about me when I was that age and I was like, man, I was not an adult. No. Like personally. So, I mean, I'm sure Megan was uh, basically fucking an adult at like 18. Like legitimately <laughs> she turned 18 and she like already had like a 401k somehow. Yeah. She wasn't even like gainfully employed but yeah. had a 401k. So <laughs> but uh Well, and it also says uh we also have some boundaries, you know, like no sleepovers with the opposite sex. Mm. I feel like that's pretty like understood. That's pretty, pretty fucking normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> no sleepovers with the opposite sex. That's just that's just sleeping around, man. Yeah. Like, oh, are we talking about like it's you're a sleeping? Weird on the, look. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would I would have an issue if Megan's like, oh yeah, don't worry about like Billy. I'm just going over to like have a sleepover with him on Friday, and it's like, are you? Yeah. Like, so you're going over and you're gonna let's, spend the night over there? Let's not. Like, yeah. Yeah. But anywho, all right. Well, rock and roll, man. Well, um. I'm gonna go ahead and throw a bow on this bad boy, so yep. we can get into uh, we can get into the latest installment, part five of the West Memphis Three. Um, so let's let's just fucking get to it. Um, let us know what you guys thought about episode three three hundred. Jesus, <laughs> not yet, not quite two hundred sixty eight. Let us know what you guys thought about that. You can send it to tetherradio at gmail.com. That's T-E-T-H-E-R-R-A-D-I-O at gmail.com. We are on... X going to give it to you. At tether underscore radio. And we're on Instagram at tether underscore radio. We got the Tether Radio After Dark Facebook group. Meme. Talk shit. Get crazy. Do it, do it, do it, because it's closed group, and it's great. I dare you. <laughs> um, we have uh, Read with Tether. That is our, um, it, it is our Facebook mirror image of our, uh, actually, it's really just our announcement platform for our book club. So we just covered The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I was a total fucking D-bag and did not finish the book. Uh, it was very good. It was just a long read, and I'm in a book slump currently. Um, I'm, I'm hell-bent on getting myself out, and I will do it with this next book. Uh, and it's called The Handyman... Handyman uh, Method. The Handyman Method by Nick Cutter. Yep. I have read two other Nick Cutter books. I enjoy them. Uh, one kind of petered out at the end. The other I thought was uh, pretty good all the way through. Um, and uh, he's just he's a he's a solid author in my opinion. Yeah. You know, and it, it it should be a quick read for most people. I think it's like a little under four hundred pages, maybe or um, three hundred pages. Two ninety two. Two ninety two. Okay. Yeah. So a little under three hundred pages. Um, I am about, I think a little under twenty percent into it. It's really, it's weird, but it is building. And I, I think I like where it's headed, but uh, like I said, I don't know where it's headed because I hadn't read the damn book. But uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about it on... Wednesday, October 18th. October 18th, Wednesday, around 7.30 Eastern. Um, do you want to give a little something for it? Yeah, um, it says it's kind of a cross between Black Mirror and Amityville Horror, which, have you ever read that book? I have. Have you? Amityville? Yeah. Yes. Is it good? It, it terrified me, but I was also in middle school. True. So, uh, and like, it was to the point to, it gave me night terrors. Whoa. And like, it was, that was one of the book. that was one of the only books that my parents were like. Maybe no more of those. Maybe for a knock it off, son. Yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Because I was like, I, it like really fucked with me. Like I said, I was like sure. seventh grade sure, ish sure, sure. kind of thing. So um, I don't know. I don't know how well it stands up, but it was there was just some really creepy imagery and yeah. stuff, and just like I thought it. I thought it was pretty cool. Plus, I I think things can be haunted because I think I believe in like yeah. extra. What is it? What would be extra uh, uh paranormal supernatural maybe? supernatural um spiritual i don't know i feel like it's all kind of an overlap yeah yeah but i i think that things i think that like there can be like things that uh shit went down and there's something that's hanging around yeah i believe i believe in that to an extent yeah um, I get that. And so it, it was one of these things that it was like, this doesn't make me feel good at all. Um, uh, this yeah. says a uh, young family moves into an unfinished development community. Um, they start having like, like fuck ups in their new house and they start watching this DIY dude online to like learn how to fix stuff. And then I think he kind of loses his mind kind of in real time as they're continuing so to watch stuff. So that's what it's, like only at twenty percent in, it's yeah. like whoa! Like this this DIY cat on I think his name's Hank um, on YouTube, yeah. And it's like, what is what's happening? Like, oh yeah, this is it's it's weird, it's weird. But it's it's if you like psychological horror stuff, I think you would dig this yeah. because it really does. It's like this dude is losing his mind. And I've really liked Nick Cutter stuff before. Yeah. Like uh, the deep fucked me up. It made my friend cry. Like yeah. my, oh, my really? friend was so freaked out reading it. He cried. He was yeah. like, uh, oh my God, maybe, maybe 50 pages in. Yeah. He was like, this book is fucking overwhelming. And I'm like, just wait. <laughs> no, dude, it, it was, it was very good. Yeah. We, like I said, and it was like the, the worst part was it was like the very end of and it. I that even, he just couldn't finish. I told him, I was like, read this book. It rules. 
the ending sucks, but the rest of the book is so good. Yeah. That it's I mean, so, it was good enough to where it's yeah. worth it still. So I still like the idea of renaming our book club based on the ending of that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but that would imply that we pick bad books and we do not. Nope. We only pick winners. Uh, so that's Read with Tether. Uh, October 18th, around 730 uh, Eastern uh, and that's PM just for anybody. We don't do morning <laughs> book clubs, so, especially on Wednesdays. Uh, and the book is The Handyman Method by Nick Cutter. Uh, we got Tether Radio Untethered. I just talked about it just for a second, uh, a little go, a little bit ago. Uh, we're on uh, episode 100, part five. Allie is doing a, a fucking amazing job of the West Memphis Three. Thanks. Um, no, dude. Like honestly, it's it's great. I'm I'm really enjoying it. So, um, so if you don't know know what I'm talking about, go back to part one, man. Yep. Start there. There's there's no way in hell that either of us could fucking sum up what she has covered there's in so much. the past four episodes. So. Yeah. Um, and they're about an hour, roughly, uh, a pop. Um, that's not a normal thing. Allie really wanted to put that together for episode uh, 100 of it because we wanted to do something special, and she is just really good at presentating. Presentating. Pre- <laughs> presenting. Uh, I was going to say presentations and presenting. Perfect. And then I said presentating. <laughs> And that was not perfect. We love to see it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, she's done a phenomenal job. So, like, honestly, do yourself a favor. Start at part one and uh, just eat it up, dude. Because I think we're going to at least have one more, possibly two more after There will at least be six, probably seven. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, I'm here for it. I'm here good, for it. Good, good. Um, because I'm about to pull my hair out, but I have to finish covering it. Yeah. Well, she's done a, a phenomenal job. And honestly, if you want to shoot an email just saying, hey, Allie, you're fucking crushing it, <laughs> do it. Tetherradio at gmail.com. Uh, we got the Tether Merch Store, tinyurl.com slash tethermerch. We got T-shirts. We got tank tops. We got mug hat sticker. Um, and you'll get no more than one of each of those last three. Um, but... And that's what you can have put on the mug, just a butt. Perfect. Anyway. Um, yeah, so check that stuff out. Uh, we got different shirt uh, colors you can choose from and everything. We're trying to keep, like, one design just to have some kind of uniformity. Uh, and we just want to get our name out a little bit. We're, these these things are legitimately priced to move. <laughs> uh, I believe they're, like, 20 bucks for, yeah, like, Yeah, they're a pretty shirt. much the lowest that'll let us settle. Yeah. It's, like, lit, otherwise we would have to pay for you to buy them so and we're not into that so <laughs> but uh but anyway check that out tinyurl.com slash tether merch uh i think that's all i got Allie. i think you got, so you want you want to add anything i think i think that's everything yeah all right well uh as soon as you get finished with this uh be on the lookout for untethered 100 the west memphis three part five Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed uh, episode 268 of the Tether Radio Podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Allie. And we are thanking you so much for joining us for right around an uh, hour and a half. We hope you guys have a fantastic week. Check out The Untethered on Wednesday. And until then, take it easy, friendos. Bye. Please clap.